friends. Welcome to the Restoration Experience Podcast. I'm your host, Colleen Smith, and I am so excited that you are here. I have loved sharing stories about restoration with you, and I cannot wait to share even more stories about restoration with you. However, this week, we're going to take a little bit of a pause and do something a little bit different. I've decided that every few weeks, I just want to pause And I want to dig a little deeper into the words that make up the restoration experience. So this week, we're going to hop right on into grace. Friends, I am so excited to jump into grace with you to talk about what grace means to me, what the biblical definition of grace is, and share with you a few of my favorite verses about grace and how I've seen grace in the midst of my own story. But before we do that, I just want to remind you that a restoration experience to me is shedding the shame that the world depends on you and running fast, hard, and boldly into the freedom, grace, redemption, and victory that the Lord has for you. And my favorite verse in the verse that I've kind of adopted as the restoration experience verse is 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away and see the new has come. And I truly believe that when you are going through a restoration experience, the old you is really dying to the world and the new you is being birthed in Christ. And you are turning into this beautiful, beautiful creation that God has made you to be. And I am just so excited to share with you about grace. So grace is the free and unmerited favor of God, unexpected and undesired. Something that was really difficult for me in my own story was if the world has already deemed me broken and undeserving, then how in the world would the Lord want to pour out this free, unexpected grace and love that I just didn't deserve. And when I was in the midst of brokenness, even then there was so much grace that was poured out upon me. And I shared um, a couple of weeks ago, I did this live broadcast around lunchtime with a friend and I shared in her group that I truly, um, I get a little emotional when I share my story, but I truly believe that God was chasing after me and working in my life before I even surrendered myself to him, before I even knew who he was and what he could be in my life and who he made me to be. There are so many things that should have happened in my life because of decisions that I made, because of things that happened to me, because of choices that were not wise because of situations that I put myself in. But you guys, there are so many things that didn't happen to me that I truly believe was because of God's grace in my life before I even surrendered myself to who he was. One of my favorite Bible verses, which is really a popular verse when it comes to talking about grace, comes from Ephesians chapter 2. And their verses eight and nine. For you are saved by grace through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is God's gift. Grace is a gift that God gives you. 
Grace is a gift that you don't deserve. Grace is a gift that you don't know is coming. And sometimes you don't even know, honestly, that you you need it. I, um, just in the past few months, have experienced grace in my life through blessings and in ways that I really, really, truly had to spend time reconciling with myself that I actually did deserve that, that God wanted that for me and that God's best is always, always waiting for me. And sometimes I have to make a decision to lean into God's best. And that's hard. That's hard when you've grown up in a situation where you didn't get the unexpected. You didn't get the love and the grace that you needed or desired or wanted. And so grace comes from faith. It doesn't come from the hard work that we do. It doesn't come from anything that we've bought it doesn't come from anything that we've done even. It, it really truly is unmerited favor from God. The other verse that I really love that talks about grace is that my grace is sufficient for you. My strength is made perfect in your weakness. And that comes from 2 Corinthians twelve nine. And I will put these verses in the show notes for you. But something that I've had to learn is that His grace overwhelms me when I am in my weakest moments. And lately I've had some pretty weak moments. And grace in those moments has looked like my community of friends running, not walking, running alongside me. It has looked like friends who have gone um, out of their way to love me in some of the hardest moments of my life recently. And when I was able to reconcile that I didn't have to work or buy or beg for this grace from God, I was truly able to lean into that. And God wants nothing more than for us to relish in the grace that he pours out on us. He wants nothing more than for us to take a moment and sit in that grace and to look around and see that grace doesn't always come in a big shiny package with a bow on it. Sometimes grace is something so very small that if we're not paying attention, or we're not intentional about seeking out grace in our lives, we're going to miss it. And there have been so many times that I have missed out on the grace that God is pouring over me because I wasn't paying attention, because I wasn't intentionally relishing in the grace that he has for me because I wasn't intentionally seeking him out because I wasn't intentionally in the moment present in those moments of grace. 
Now, you're familiar with my story by now. If you've listened to any of the episodes prior to this one, you know that I lived a promiscuous lifestyle. You know that I grew up in a home where I was severely abused in pretty much every essence of the word. And you know that from a very young age, I was told that I was broken and that I wasn't beautiful and that I would never be anything to anybody. I would never be worthy of my dreams or being a mom or being a wife or having a good community or being seen or heard or valued or worthy. Those were the things that were poured over me. Those were the things that I tucked into my heart and believed. Those were the lies that the enemy was using my father to tell me. And it took many, many years for me to shed those lies and realize that God's grace started way back then when my dad tried to drown me in a bathtub and I didn't die. When I started sleeping with men and became so promiscuous that there were nights when I would sleep with multiple men, not know their names, not use protection, not take care of myself. And I don't have 50 babies. I don't have STDs. God's grace came when I gained a ton of weight because I had a food addiction and it probably should have killed me. God's grace came when an opportunity opened up for me to get on an airplane and move across the country and really discover who he was and who he wanted me to be. And I was able to shed that shame. I was able to realize that I am worthy. I am worthy of community. I am worthy of a good job. I am worthy of chasing my dreams. I'm even so worthy of being a mom that God made me a mom. I had to learn to really lean into the moments where God wants to show me grace in ways that I don't expect. You guys, I get to wake up every single morning and I get to live my dream. I get to serve him every day as my job. I get to walk into my dreams and the greater, bigger things that he's calling me to because his grace is so good. And something that I have learned is that grace comes in healing. Grace comes in restoration. Grace comes when we're willing to surrender our lives and our hearts and our brokenness to the one who loves us unconditionally. And I just wanna, I wanna end with this quote from this German philosopher, Frederick Schiller, I hope I'm saying his name right. He has this quote that I just have found so much comfort in and so much truth in. Grace is the beauty of form under the influence of freedom. And I don't think that it is an accident that the way that my words come out in the restoration experience 
is that we shed the shame the world pins on us and we find freedom, grace, redemption, and victory in the Lord. Because I truly believe that freedom comes before anything else. We have to truly lean into that freedom and we have to truly allow the shackles to be broken and run hard into the Lord. And then I feel like once we're set free from all of these things that have been holding us back and all of these things and these lies that we believed about ourselves, that we really truly do have the ability to relish in that grace, to see that grace, to feel that grace, whether it's grace from God, whether it's grace for yourself, whether it's you having to learn how to have grace for people in your life who you deem don't deserve it. And then comes the redemption part. When we're free and we're living in that grace, we can begin to see the redemption start to happen in our hard stuff. We can begin to see his redeeming love and qualities come out in us. And we can really say, God took that ugly thing in my life that the world told me was so shameful and he turned it inside out and he redeemed it. And then when we have all of these three things, we're able to run victoriously into his arms and we're able to chase our dreams and we're able to be moms and we're able to meet the one that we're supposed to be with. And we're able to relish in all of the things that he is pouring out over us. Now, I don't want you to misinterpret any of this and think that by any means, any of this is easy because I am several, several years into my own restoration experience. And you will hear me say this probably on every episode before this and every episode moving forward. I chose the pinwheel as my logo because I truly believe that even when the wind stops, the pinwheel never really stops spinning. It's always moving. And I truly believe that a restoration experience never stops. We are always needing to seek freedom. We are always needing to relish in that unmerited, undeserving grace. We are always needing to seek redemption from something in our life. And we are always running victoriously into his arms. And so you guys, I just want to challenge you. And You know how to find me. I'm so easy to find on all social media platforms. So I would love it if you do this and you want to just send me a DM and share what you um, saw in all of this. But I would love if you would grab your journals this week and you would just write at the top of the page, Grace. And you would just take some time to really truly journal where you're seeing grace in your life or how you've experienced grace or how you've shared grace with other people or how you've had to give yourself grace. And for me this week, I've had to give myself a lot of grace, you guys. I am in the middle of a very hard season, a season of pruning, a season of growing, a season of letting go, a season of learning how to function in a body that is battling some chronic illnesses. And I have had to give myself a lot of grace, a lot of grace to say no to things that aren't going to um, be good for my body or good for my soul right now. 
a lot of grace to say it's okay to let go of that person, that thing, or that idea that's not drawing me closer to him. A lot of grace to say today, I just need to rest. And that looks like not working or taking a nap in the middle of the day or shutting my phone off for 30 minutes a day. And it's hard sometimes to give myself grace. But one thing that I've done is you probably heard me talk about my joy journal. I've also started to keep a grace journal. And in that, I just write down at the end of every day, where did I see grace today? And maybe it was something as simple as someone in line in front of me bought my Starbucks. And I see that as a blessing. And I see that as something that someone did out of grace and kindness and love for me because I didn't deserve it. Everybody's idea of grace is probably different. But at the end of the day, the true biblical definition of grace is unmerited, undeserved favor from God. And so I just really, really, really want to encourage you, did I mention really want to encourage you, to relish in grace this week. I really want you to experience grace in ways that you maybe haven't in a long time or ever. And if you feel comfortable, I want you to share them, whether you shared in a post on social media and tag me or you send me a text if you know my phone number or you send me a DM on Instagram or Facebook. I want to hear from you. So you guys, as we run together in grace this week, I am praying for you. I'm so thankful that you're here. And I cannot wait for you to hear from next week's guest. Oh, friends, I don't know about you, but grace is something that has been very difficult for me. But I am so excited that I have really, truly learned a lot about grace, a lot about what it means to really relish in even the smallest amounts of grace that God pours into my life. And I want that for you. And I don't know if you know this, but I love sitting with women in their hard, messy stories and helping them dig out what their restoration experience looks like and then walk through that with them. If you are ready to dive deep into your hard, messy story and experience restoration, I would love if you would hop over to my Instagram and just sign up for a 30-minute discovery call. Let's talk about how we can work together to really get you in the midst of your own restoration experience. And friends, I'm so happy that you are here. If you would take a minute to subscribe, share this podcast with a friend, or even leave a review, I would be so appreciative of you. And I cannot wait to meet you back here in our safe little space on the internet next week. Thank you.